Hey man, you make such a great point about quality versus quantity when it comes to social media. Um, I have just recently started to get into the social media marketing game and I, I'm getting this vibe that you've been in the game for a while. I would love some tips and some pointers on how to increase engagement and to uh, grow my following on different platforms. But anyway, great station. Keep pushing out great content. And if you ever have any questions about cannabis or the cannabis business or anything related to cannabis in general, feel free to call in. We can keep it public or private. Have a great night. That was fantastic. Thanks for the call out. Uh, hustle cannabis. I love it. Um, and I, I would say that that is definitely a hot industry, especially as more states come online and are open to the idea of legalizing marijuana and the usage of it. And then just ultimately the regulation of it. I mean, Colorado, I think, made like, or no, the overall industry made like $2 billion in revenue. That's pretty phenomenal. So pretty exciting. Um, so thanks for the call-in. When it comes to the question about like my presence on social media, let me kind of explain it a little bit. Um, um, first, I follow Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary V. Hopefully you follow him. If not, go check him out. He's probably putting out some of the most um, consistent, high-quality content with explanations of basically why is he doing it plus he's a phenomenal example of just what you should do as you want to build out your own um <clears throat> your own presence online so i started um getting hot and heavy october of 2016 so i'm just coming on basically nine months of being pretty active on social media but what i, what I would say number one is doing exactly what you're doing hustle cannabis is that you want to be able to be connecting with people on a consistent basis on every platform that you're on so if you want followers, you got to be a good follower yourself. It's almost like a leadership, right? So once you have that kind of attitude that you're willing to go and give, then it has a tendency to lend itself for great opportunities. Um, the other thing that um, I would say is um, I like that you want to document your process as you go about the, uh, the canvas industry and, and just your story. and. Um, that's that's perfect because people are going to resonate with your story and like what you're talking about, and that'll be really really advantageous to be able to um, ha you know find followers that are interested in exactly hearing that story. Um, and it just reminds me of a little bit um, if you look at the Food Network. A lot of times the the, <clears throat> the shows that did really does do really well are the ones that basically are showing people how to cook, or they've gamified cooking right and they made it up. Made it a game show, which is crazy. So the same kind of thought process works here at social media. Is what? What are some different ways that you can showcase yourself to the masses? And so what comes to mind for me really is um, have just document you. At the same time, show a little bit of um, kind of maybe your your expertise. I would have a strategy when it comes to just the posts. And you want to have things feed to each other, right? So your anchor should maybe feed to a podcast. Or your podcast should feed back to Facebook. And Facebook should feed to your Instagram. And, and Instagram should feed to like a website, right? Or your YouTube channel. And so all these things basically feed to each other. So basically someone can consume you in any media form that they want. At the same time, there's this constant need to find new followers. Because at some point people might get tired of 
the Food Network, right? Or they might get tired of the story or the documentation of what you're doing. So it's okay to be able to have a different, uh, different approach there. So then the other thing that um, comes to mind is um, once you have a, um, an, an idea of feeding to each, each, each of these different medium platforms is what is my content, right? Or what is my documentation? Um, I think you, you can use uh, the, I call it the hashtag method. So basically every single day I'm looking at the, uh, the, the, the search and I'm looking for on Twitter, what is the high, highest hashtag, right? So typically you got Monday motivation, you got Tuesday motivation, you got Wednesday wisdom, Thursday uh, thoughts, Friday feeling, Saturday morning, su- um, Sunday morning. And so you can follow these hashtags on a daily basis. At the same time, go and search at the moment that you're about to put a post out because that's going to be able to feed to different things. I find each of the different platforms has a different window, right? And it has a, a specific um, demographic. And so you want to be able to know that, right? So for example, if it's a cannabis, um, you want, you, you do want to be on Snapchat. You do want to be on Instagram because those are the average, you know, pretty younger ages. Um, on, on Facebook, you get basically probably about a 10 or 15 year increase in age versus those other platforms just based on, um, everybody that's there, right? You got 2 billion people basically of users and obviously some of those are businesses as well. But, um, that can be, um, just know that you're the source of kind of where you're coming from. And I think once you kind of start building out this strategy of, okay, what are you going to post out there from a content perspective, it's a little bit easier if you're just documenting your process because now you're having to come up with new stuff. But then I like what you did here. Hey, you called out to me and all of a sudden now I was able to document, I was able to create content just based on your phone call in. You can do the same thing there on your platform and then use that to leverage onto other areas. Hope that's helpful. Sherm's out. Barbara KB, thanks for the call in. Um, appreciate the welcome to, uh, to anchor yes I, I am enjoying this platform number one I'm more of an auditory person to begin with so I enjoy speaking and these are fun this is kind of a fun way to be able to put together a segment and in my kind of vernacular you can DJ content for people that they find of interest and and then you can really engage with people that way instead of necessarily sitting at you know if you think about like a radio DJ is they're sitting at a, a radio station or maybe at their house or whatever and they're there from a specific time period to the end of a time period but now with this kind of functionality with Anchor is that you can kind of do this on the fly so people can kind of call in and then you can answer their questions or you can respond to their comments and really kind of move things from there. Plus, I think it's a great way for those that have the ability to uh, speak and ha- get their energy across. This is a great way for, people, for, for them to be able to use this and not have to necessarily devote a ton of time to be able to do that because you can literally have like an intro segment just like a DJ does and then can pepper in other people's content and you can add your comments on it or their co- your commentary or you can just add other people's segments that you like that you find on this anchor platform and kind of create your own station and then so I find that to be really fun Um, the episodes automatically allows you to be able to put it into a podcast so that's a really nice functionality to this tool and and you're curating information you're curating uh, things that you find of interest which can which can be a lot of fun Um, again if you're more of a writer though do you have to use this platform? No. If I'm a writer, then I would focus on blogs. I'd focus on eBooks. I would, you know, um, look at opportunities that I could get my written word out there. Medium's a really good one that I think people are using from a written, written word perspective. 
um, emails. I just think they're kind of a dead platform right now uh, to be using. Does it still have some value to certain people? Yeah, but I think we're kind of getting inundated right now to everybody wants you to subscribe to their quote unquote newsletter and those newsletters aren't really getting opened. Um, is it a good way to maybe just still stay in front of people? Maybe. Um, it's definitely cheaper than doing a postcard or a mailer because it's, there's no cost to it. So maybe it's a way to be able to just keep in front of people. Again, I, I think it depends what you're trying to do and what you're trying to accomplish. And so I think strategy and social media, whether you're, it's ultimately, it's a sales and marketing game for your personal brand for you. And whether that's you're on social media to get more friends, right? You're still selling you. If you're on here, social media to, to maybe attract a different role or a different skill set, more knowledge, then again, it's understand what you're trying to get out of it. Um, and I like the idea. Uh, Barbara KB just came on, obviously gave me a call in and she just was giving me some good positive feedback. And now all of a sudden we're going to be connected and I'm going to be able to go onto her station and follow what she's doing and maybe even go beyond this, uh, the, the, the applause and go beyond and go, go, go see some other things that she's working on and she's doing um, and so this these can be really really fun tools um, I was just talking with uh, a friend of mine um, a friend of mine who's a salesperson out in um, out in uh, Topeka Kansas does promotional marketing and I was just thinking about kind of um, afterwards our conversation and I thought man you know what it would be really cool is just having an Instagram where you're showing you're showing people right it's a show me world you're showing people um, basically delivering on specific things that businesses want from you and you can tag those businesses you can leverage their community as you tag them onto either you know your business Facebook account or your business um, Instagram account or whatever tool that you're using and now you can get in front of their audience just by tagging them. At this, um, the other thing that I thought of was, man, there really should be a podcast. He's in Topeka, Kansas, where it can be small town, I, um, you know, small town guy with big ideas, right? So he can start showcasing himself as a guru, if you will, of promotional marketing, of helping businesses get their own name out there. And I think there's a lot of a lot of opportunity there. Plus, sales is such a huge industry. It basically is the backbone of almost every organization that exists out there, almost every business. And and somebody's like, oh, I don't like sales. You don't like to be pushy. You don't need to be pushy to be in sales. But there's really good odds if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a solopreneur, um, you, you know, you're, you have a side hustle, you gotta figure out how to sell yourself first. It doesn't mean that you have to like everything about yourself, by the way. I don't think uh, really good salesmen are, are the, the, you know, the, the type A personality that people always think of as, oh, they're, the, you know, they're super confident. They look themselves in the mirror and they're like, yeah, I'm awesome. No, it doesn't need to go to that realm. It's basically somebody that says, you know what? I have the ability to sell myself, my services, my abilities, my skill set to others. And I want the opportunity to show you that. It doesn't mean that I'm better than everybody else, but I know that I can add value to you and be a value to your organization. Sherm's